Welcome to Radio KBPV, Tales of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village, a podcast about the history of southwestern Alberta, presented by Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village of Pincher Creek, a museum complex that documents the stories of Western Canada's agricultural settlement through the preservation of local buildings and artifacts among a six-acre park. Pincher Creek is a town of 3,700 souls in a vast rural trading area of some 3,000 rural dwellers. A vibrant region of rolling prairie, foothills, the Rocky Mountains, the Pecani First Nation, Waterton Lakes National Park, the Crow's Nest Pass, and the Upper River Watershed of the South Saskatchewan River Basin. Join us in this podcast where we present walking tours of our buildings and hear the stories of the farmers, townsmen, cowboys, mounties, pioneer women, politicians, chroniclers, miners, railroaders, and so many other significant histories of this particular corner of Canada. Well, welcome back to Radio KBPV, and uh, welcome in particular to our Tombstone Tours of 2023. And uh, if you've been following the podcast, you know that through the spring and summer of this year, we've been presenting last year's uh, Tombstone Tours that we did at the Pioneer Cemetery here in Pincher Creek. And uh, you know that we've also been promoting... Um, what our plans were for this summer's tombstone tour, which was not actually in a graveyard. It was on the grounds of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village itself. So uh, this naturally was a virtual tour, not uh, exactly in a cemetery, but uh, we had representations of uh, a selected local pioneers and uh, historical characters who made significant trailblazing contributions to our frontier settlement but who had passed away elsewhere. Uh, I am uh, speaking about this right now as a matter of introduction to our tombstone tours which of course will be episodic and will be divided into 16 episodes that you will hear on Radio KBPV every Saturday morning for the next 16 weeks or so. So that should keep you going through the fall. For our 12th reading, we're still at the Pincher Creek Echo, and we're going to have a special presentation by Carrie Salmon of Glenwood. Uh, Carrie's uh, daughter, Mallory, you heard in an earlier podcast and has been our intern here at Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village and we're having a lot of fun with Mallory and of course her mom as well and the whole family has pretty much uh, become a part of the uh, village family how shall I say. Uh, Carrie is going to read about Annie Derrett Edwards born 1879 passed away in 1968 and she was the editor of the Pincher Creek Echo and it's uh, very interesting how she came to be that job and also came to be probably the first woman editor in Alberta and one of the first probably in all of Canada, if the truth be told. And this is significant for other reasons. And uh, stick around after Carrie's initial talk because Farley has another guest to introduce and a very special presentation for the village. But the true history came with Annie Derrett Edwards, who in my terms as the history guy for Pincher Creek, she's the one that saved the newspaper. 
and so she corrected all his goofy mistakes. So <laughs> we'd like to call upon Kerry uh, Salmon to make the presentation here. We also, if I may point out, we also have Annie Derrett's great-granddaughter here. Uh, 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 in the here as well. If there was anybody that could fix any mistakes that were made in the early years of the newspaper here, it would be Annie Derrick Edwards. First of all, good evening, everyone. I hope you're really enjoying the Talking Tombstones. I know I've learned so much, and I hope that you've all really enjoyed this evening. And I'm delighted tonight to be able to present to you a little bit of information about Amy Derrick Edwards. She was a woman before her time a successful businesswoman, an important leader, and journalist. Sorry, my papers are a little dark here. I may have to actually go off script. Maybe I'll just back up and talk louder. Okay. She was born Anna Helena McClelland in Ontario on December 19th of 1879, and she married Howard Derrett in Toronto in 1902. She was 22 and he was 25. Howard was a musician and worked as a printer when they were married. They had two daughters born to them in Ontario, Dorothy in 1905 and Isabel in 1908. Unfortunately, Howard wasn't well and he suffered from tuberculosis. Seeking a drier climate, the family of four moved out west in the hopes of improving Howard's health. At first they homesteaded in the Fishburn area and eventually moving to Pincher Creek six years later. Howard purchased the local newspaper, the Pincher Creek Echo. Working alongside her husband, Annie learned the newspaper business. Howard unfortunately lost his battle with TB and passed away at the age of 42, leaving Annie a young widow with two children and a newspaper to run. Annie not only met the challenge, but exceeded expectations as the new owner and publisher of the Pincher Creek Echo. During Annie's time, the building that housed the Echo was within walking distance to Annie's home. Her home, I believe, still stands? Yeah, it does. A large two-story house on the south side of Main Street with an open veranda, bay windows, and atrium. I can't help but think that the house must have been filled with music. Prior to his death, Howard played the violin for the Pincher Creek Dance Orchestra, and he also played at the silent movies, and he was accompanied on the piano by his daughter, Dorothy. The next 16 years, Annie did an excellent job running the paper. During this time, a newspaper was essential for communities to communicate. People lived in rural areas and travel was difficult, so the newspaper was a lifeline for the people of Pincher Creek in this area. She made sure that the paper chronicled the social events, crops, cattle conditions, school events, comings and goings. In retrospect, this record that Annie compiled now provides vital information that preserves our local history. Past issues of the Echo can establish genealogical information for us today. Annie sought out stories herself, but she also set up a network of her own correspondence that provided her with info from all over the area. The newspaper thrived under her leadership. When Annie married Frank Edwards in 1926, interestingly, she didn't retire. She continued working at the helm of the Echo for many more years. Eventually, her husband, Frank, joined the paper in 1933 and assumed editorship in 1939. 
Annie continued her prominent role in the community as Frank served as a mayor of Fincher Creek from 1939 to 41. The building behind me represents the offices of the Pincher Creek Echo. Form of, uh, fortunately, some artifacts that remain from Annie's time that she would actually recognize if she were here with us today. Um, if our curator, Farley, would be so kind as to explain to us a few of these items and what they would have been used for. Well, uh, some of the stuff that we have here are the old wooden font that was used in printing the newspaper, which is one of the examples I have in my hand. And so these uh, help print the, the newspaper back in the old days. We also have the metal font. We also have the original printing press from the Rocky Mountain Echo back there when Annie Derrick uh, uh, was, was here. And uh, uh, that was absolutely fantastic. And if I can sneak in for two seconds. Thank you. Not the this. <laughs> <laughs> this is our newest acquisition here at the Kootenai Realm Pioneer Village, and it's uh, a dictionary that was brought in by uh, uh, Karen McQueen uh, in honor of her great grandmother. This uh, dictionary was actually used by Frank and Annie Edwards when they worked here at the newspaper and assigned by them and was used uh, during the 1930s and 1940s. So this is spell check long before it was automated and all that. So this just came in at six o'clock this, this evening and all that. So thank you, Karen. Thank you for explaining these items to us. Ladies and gentlemen, that's our historian and contributor to the Venture Creek Echo, curator Farley Wooth. Give him a hand of Sad to do an awful lot of talking tonight. <laughs> I would also like at this time to acknowledge the close contributions of Annie's great-granddaughter, Karen McQueen, which is here with us tonight. So I'd like to also mention that she also provided information for the biography and the information about her great-grandmother tonight. And also I'd like to show, I'm wearing this beautiful pendant that she allowed me to wear tonight in honor of her great-grandmother, and this is Annie's pendant. Karen, thank you so much. Okay, so I would like to conclude with a few details that kind of show us what kind of a person Annie was. So first of all, she liked to name things. Her grandchildren uh, remember that she lived in a house named Londonderry. Um, she had two calves that were named Flickamaroo and Flickamaroo Two. <laughs> Tom and Jerry were the sheep. And a favorite chicken was named Darling. Annie's daughter Isabel doted over Darling the chicken and was quite concerned when she couldn't find her, only to discover that Darling had become last night's dinner. Oh. Annie being the publisher, she went on to publish a book of her own poetry that she wrote. She passed away at age 88 in Calgary and is buried with her second husband, Frank, in Vancouver. One of Annie's relatives once wrote of her personality that she had an indomitable spirit and did not back down, even if her editorial co coverage was unpopular with some of her readership. Her legacy stands today, a living record of the community of Pincher Creek, a story of leadership and a contribution towards the preservation of the lives and times in a community. Annie Derrett Edward, past publisher and owner of the 
Pincher Creek Echo. Thank you so much for joining me tonight to recognize your achievements. Enjoy the rest of your tour. Thank you very much. Thank you, Carrie. That was wonderful. And thank you, Karen, for your help as well. One of the things that really is important about Annie Derrett Edwards is that she was the first woman editor of a newspaper in this neck of the woods. So she really uh, was a pioneer in her field and did a lot of good historical work and a lot of good business work and all that too. So, Thank you for listening to Tales of Kootenai Brown Pioneer Village. This episode was researched and written by historians Farley Wood and Gord Tolton. This podcast is recorded and engineered by Gord Tolton. Episodes can be found at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or any other podcatcher. Visit our website at www.kootenaybrown.ca. Kootenay is spelled K-O-O-T-E-N-A-I. Also, visit and join our pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more information on our museum, or even better, visit us at 1037 Beverly McLaughlin Drive in beautiful Pincher Creek, Alberta.